0: Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Candice. Welcome to WTF Women Talk Finance, a podcast where we take a simplified approach to all things finance, including investing, a topic we believe women don't talk about enough.
1: We'll be speaking to women from all walks of life, whose experience will help us frame
0: some of the issues and challenges that women face every day in business. Maybe you're starting your own company, thinking about real estate. We'll have experts on the show to talk about what you need to know. Whether
1: you're in your 20s or your 50s, we want to help you invest in your your future starting today. I'd like to give a quick disclosure before we begin our conversation. This overview is for informational purposes only. We might include some projections and those should not be relied upon for the purpose of investing. Past performance is not indicative of future results and any investments we mention are meant for accredited investors only. And any offer can only be considered upon review of a prospectus and relevant offering documentation. So please keep this in mind as we move through this overview and remember that these are our opinions only.
0: Okay, so today we're talking about some of the heavy conversations that are plaguing us right now in the news, big, big topics, and the headlines tend to be very fear-based. Inflation and looming recession. Recession. Ooh, baby. <laughs> My millennial sweat glands got real oh, Uh because I think, I, I don't know about you, elder millennials We came so hot into this workplace, maybe still in college, and boom, recession. And that was a freaking doozy—the Great Recession. I mean, that was, and so we were just cutting our teeth in this business, in the business world, likely, and then slammed with the recession. So I, I feel like I have a lot of anxiety around that topic and inflation. Inflation is very frightening. So I have to kind of pull myself out and remind myself. Wait a second, hun, you are in this business. You know how this works. Let's let's have some self-talk. So let's have some self-talk today.
1: First, don't panic self. Don't panic. Nobody panic. Uh, No, I think you're totally right. That was my experience as well. Came out of, I actually came out of law school in 2008. Uh, A lot of those I graduated with went to work at Caribou Coffee. Uh, I was fortunate to get a job and I became a bankruptcy attorney because that's where the work was. So a little bit of a different experience and definitely saw the ramifications far and wide of the recession. And same, I have those same fears. What, what do I do? if it happens again, and it feels like it is happening, even if the recession's not totally here. Inflation is in a big way.
0: And even if the recession is not as bad, I think we are carrying this same trauma of kind of the depression era people, right? So, I mean, we kind of, it's been well-known depression era, um, you know, older people back in the day, they would Kind of stockpile. They had this very kind of traditional way about them. In some ways, I think millennials are recession era. I mean, we have gone through a recession and a pandemic. You you bet I'm not ever getting below that Costco-sized toilet paper stock in my house because it's like oof. If you just don't know, and you got yeah, you got a back stock of some things. You got a healthy savings account. So with that. I think we are actually really well positioned. And I had to kind of remind myself this and I'm reminding everyone else. Millennial babies, we have been training for this. We actually are well positioned to go through another recession. We're well positioned for inflation. We are savvy. We are savvy people. Look at what our generation has been able to create we've created apps to price shop I mean look at apps like gas buddy <laughs> we know how to manage through we will shop that best gas price we know how to look for deals
1: I think a lot of us know how to live paycheck to paycheck we absolutely know you how get it. one paycheck and you put aside the money for rent you make sure that rent money is covered first and then after the rent money is covered Then you look at what you got left and you budget accordingly. And for a lot of us, it's probably natural.
0: I think so. I think the way we think about money in good times and bad is so deeply rooted in the lessons we learned from the recession. I have habits that have stayed with me just from coming of age, just from coming into adulthood during that time period i'm very very thoughtful about how i spend my money even when i'm being reckless i recognize i think even just the recognition though that i'm like my spending is getting a little out of control that is in itself a lesson and the fact that you can recognize it says that you have good skills a self-check skill mm-hmm, yeah absolutely. that said
1: this can still be a scary thing but I think we can take some of the fear out of it. There's a lot of things that we can be intentional about. And um, there's a few different tools and resources that people can use to kind of navigate as we head toward a recession, as we move through it, knowing, of course, that economic cycles are just that. They always come and go. Um, let's get into the, re- into the recession. Let's do it. What are some coping mechanisms? What are some things people can do to make it easier?
0: So I think one of the things that we are designed for as millennials, that we designed, really, we didn't design it, but we perfected it, the side hustle. One of the best things you can do is start adding to your cash, adding your, your inflow your cash inflow. I mean, just really work on that. How many streams of income do you have? How secure do you feel in those various streams of income? I think that's a really great step, even if you don't need to necessarily act on some of those cash income streams right away. But just knowing that you have them available, maybe getting ready that, ooh, should I need some cash? I have some of these irons in the fire. I am not kidding you.
1: I've had this conversation with people. I'm like, you know what? I was a beverage cart girl during law school, went to the golf course, got on that beverage cart, drove around and and got cash, baby, on the weekends. That is still a viable side hustle for me. As I sit here today, I'm like, I can always go back to the golf course. (laughs) I can always hop back on that beverage cart, whether it's bartending, serving, what, you know, anything, Nannying. I don't even I could I could name a hundred different little side hustles here. Starting your own business and offering whatever type of services you do to a wider audience. There are things you can come up with, especially in the tech centric entrepreneurial age that we are in. You brainstorm, you make a little list, there are options.
0: We are primed for a side hustle. I mean, and that's because millennials went through it, right? We're the tech age. And I'd say millennials and Xers. We really created the digital space to support the side hustle. You've got shops like Etsy that you can have a shop. You can be selling your goods to make a side little income. Uh, There's this site called BabyQuip. If you've got just a ton of baby stuff lying around your house, it's in good shape. You can start a baby rental service in your town where you people, if you're in a community that has a lot of traffic, um, people are there on vacation. I live in a mountain community. I know that would be crazy. Do I have uh, four pack and plays in my attic? Yes, I do. Why, you ask? No clue. But could I rent those out if I needed to? Sure can. Um, So that's nice to know that I have these little, little things um, in in my back pocket if I needed to make some extra income. So uh, we're entrepreneurial. We're always kind of influx, right? I mean, there's times as an entrepreneur, you're making a ton of money and there's times as an entrepreneur, you're making exactly no money. So one of the things my husband and I really focus on is having five income streams that aren't dependent on each other. Uh, So you know we we bought a a business we bought a a small franchise we have a manager managing it for us with the intent that it's bringing in enough money like you said to just cover my mortgage very much a recession era kid thinking to go got to cover that basic that has to get paid uh so we are constantly looking at avenues on how we can make extra income that should we lose an income what else do we have working and not similar industries, you know, what can we do? That's not an option. It's not an option for everybody to just go out and buy a business. And I recognize that. But there are ways for people to start a small business from their home, even a small revenue stream for themselves from their home online. There's other ways,
1: too, if if alternate revenue streams don't kind of come easily to you. You can get a roommate. You can change your living situation temporarily. If you are a homeowner but it's tough to make that mortgage payment, do you have a space at your home that you can rent out for someone else to come and live with you, like a room you can rent out? Is there an Airbnb option for guests to come? Um, This is an opportunity to get really creative. And as we're having these conversations, ask other people. Because something that might not occur to you naturally, someone else that's close to you could look at your life and be like, what about that extra furniture you've always talked about selling? Throw it on Facebook Marketplace. Get some money in. Have you thought about renting out that room as an art studio? Have you thought about, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever. Have you thought about door dashing? Have you thought about driving Uber? Whatever. We've got these community-based models where we are utilizing the resources of others and sharing those right now in exchange for you know, new income streams. So are those an access point for you? Every day you hear about people making money by investing in IPOs and startups. But what about you? These kinds of investments are simply not available to Main Street investors. At Roe Capital Group, we are committed to providing access to strategic, early-stage, primarily low-market-correlated investment opportunities. Accredited investors go to rowcapitalgroup.com for more information. Roe Capital Group, empowering your financial journey.
0: Now's the time to start looking at this. It's not waiting until you're in such a financial pinch that you can't be creative. It's now. Thinking through your skill set now. Thinking through your resources now. Being prepared. That should be a regular task. The big regular task is Budgeting. Budgeting. Budget. Budgeting is not a crisis task, by the way. That is not something that you are doing just because the economy is looking a little hairy or your financial situation is looking hairy. It is a practice. You talk about your yoga practice. Budgeting is a practice. It's something you do regularly.
1: And if you have been budgeting for a long time, cool opportunity right now to really look at the numbers and go okay do i need do i want to adjust any of these numbers where can i move things around to make or give myself a little more comfort knowing that inflation's way up things cost more and a recession might be coming meaning um, i might not have as much income coming in as i used to if you've never budgeted before no worries back to the mantra don't panic We can talk through a really easy way to set you up on a budget. It can be a piece of paper at the top. What comes in for you in a month? What's all the money that comes in? And then you got to pay the government. Womp womp. Take out your taxes. Take out your insurance. Take out the things that have to come out. And then go big to little expenses. Big expense is that rent or mortgage payment. And then go down the list. You got to eat you if you have to go somewhere for your job or for just your life how about your
0: transportation costs gives give the listeners some other things that go in a budget well so let's talk about the big ticket item too your rent or mortgage shouldn't be more than 30% of your income so if your rent or mortgage and i realize i'm saying that and everybody's probably going yeah right lady have you seen rent lately it are there options? Is there getting a roommate? Are there ways to bring that down so it is thirty percent of your income, or get your income up? You know, there's 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 two sides of the coin. It's not always pressing pressure cookering it down. It is. You can also look at how do you get your income up. Um, budgets aren't just your bills. It's not just power, water, cable, rent. It is your spending. The budget is looking at where your money goes. So one of the exercises I do pretty regularly is I print. Print. Bad habit. But I print my uh, uh, bank statements and my credit card statements. And I take a good hard look at where my money is actually going. And that Amazon Prime will get you every time. Every
1: time. So will the airport water. Because Oof. $6 for a bottle of
0: water. And I will see is my budget and my spending are they actually aligned. Yeah, I budgeted X dollars for fun spending. <laughs> you budgeted
1: 200 <laughs> bucks for Amazon but they
0: got and 800 then, instead. Uh-oh. And then late night Candace on her iPhone was like cute, haha, and blew that out. Yes, this, like,
1: I need an owl house to
0: post on my tree in my backyard. Obviously. Yeah. I didn't follow my budget. That's okay. So I have I have choices here. Am I being too thin on my budget? Am I not giving myself enough room? Do I need to give myself enough room? Or do I need to set some reminders for myself? And there's a great app, Mint.com. I'm not we we are not sponsored by them. I just love Mint. They are a great tool. You can have your your info in there. Full disclosure, I don't know if they sell your data. They probably do. But <laughs> um it give I can set alerts. So I can put in, okay. On entertainment, movies, shows, all those fun things, uh, dining, you know, drinks with friends, I'm going to budget X dollars when I So hit much that,
1: for the drinks with friends. So much.
0: It will trigger me and go, ooh, hi, you are, it's the 15th and you've already exceeded the budget. Um, that's my choice to keep going or I've set the budget for myself. I need to make that decision, right? So th- the other thing on budgeting so we talk about the first item being your rent or mortgage. I actually, my first item is my paying myself. And when I say paying myself, that is my investment money and my savings money. So I always, my number one item is I pay myself because I deserve it. I earned that money. And even in hard times, especially in hard times, you should be investing especially how many of us going back to the Great Recession, how many of us wish we could have been investing at that time? I wish I would have bought everything. I wish I would have bought everything Mm. in the Great Recession. Everything. So think about that as we're entering this phase. Even in the down times, that is when you want to be putting in. You want to be putting as much on the table as you can reasonably, right? So think through that. We have hindsight now, millennials. We have hindsight. We've lived this. What lessons do we wish we had? We wish we would have been investing a lot more. A lot of us just didn't have any of the income, or maybe they know how to do that. But invest, 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 and save. Have some reserve. I have two numbers that I tend to go by. I have my survival number, which you'll hear everybody talk about. What do you need to survive? What do you need to survive every month? What is that number? We don't live and survive, though. We live and thrive. So I want to know what my Thrive number is. What is it with my subscriptions to Hulu and Netflix and A&E Crime Central? Like, thriving. I'm thriving. With Three my a Crime Central. With A&E Crime Central. You know that's the one I'm keeping. Should <laughs> shit hit the fan. But that's me thriving. In survival mode, do I need all those subscriptions? Just
1: the A&E Crime. Just
0: the A&E Crime Central. Hulu can go. The Menendez brothers will get me through a recession, like (laughs) deep diving into gruesome crimes will get me through. But truly, I can take a look. But I do want to know what my Thrive number is. I don't live and survive, and nor do I want to. I do want to live and thrive. I want to enjoy my life. I want to enjoy the the fruits of my labor. But I also want to know what I can get to if I have to. So what is that nut that I need to cover? Is it $5,000 a month? I don't know. And then I do know, I know mine. I'm saying for the listeners, do you know what your survive number is? And do you know what your thrive number is? What you what you living at right now when you're living your best life, pushing, add to cart, no problems, no worries. And you can do
1: that on a piece of paper. You can do it in Excel. You can try out Mint. There's other apps out there. There's another one called Oops that gives you little cartoon categories Oops, that was something I didn't need to spend on. Or, oh, yeah, that was a flight. And there's a little picture of an airplane. One more thing to know is that every recession is a little different. Again, these are economic cycles. On average, a recession lasts about 11 months. So it's okay if this is a little scary. We're going to get through it. That is totally normal. Talk with your people about it. Know that there are resources and tools that you can access. And that the best thing you can do is just be aware of it and do a couple things to prepare for you, whatever that is.
0: And some of those solutions can be temporary to get you through those 11 months, right? I could temporarily do a side hustle, 100%. I could temporarily cut down to my survival number and thrive a little less, but but survive and feel really good about that. And so I think that's such a great reminder. It's temporary. We all came out of the great recession, and this might this likely will not be the same. And if you can take this time to
1: invest, even if it's $50, and know that we will get through it.
0: Investing we'll- should be on your budget. Budget for investing. We don't want to have hindsight again and wish we had taken advantage of the second opportunity that the economy has presented to us.
1: Cool. There's a lot out there. Um Don't be alarmed. Don't panic by all of it. It's okay to be a little bit worried, but then use that as a a prompt to kind of educate yourself and come up with different tools to get us through. We're going to wrap here, but check out our show notes. We've got a lot of information on our website, rowcapitalgroup.com. Particularly, there's a section on the Women Talk Finance podcast. Our show notes will contain links to different resources that you can use. Find us on TikTok. Women TF Podcast. Please email us with questions, media at rowcapitalgroup.com. We would love to hear from you. Catch us on TikTok, stitch a video, let us know how you're managing through the recession, share your tips with others, and we'll see you here next time on Women Talk Finance.